Welcome, welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. And Frank. 187 shows later, we're still going. This is Pottercast. Hello. Oh, what are we doing? We're, what are we doing? Yay. 187th show. I'm Melissa. I'm here with John Freck and Sue yet again in for another week of awesome stuff relating to Harry Potter. Yay. You guys, it's been about a year since I've been on the show now. It has, Frack. Did you know it was Frankie's year anniversary? I had an idea. So it's going to be a frack explosion, this show. Is this what we're saying? Frack explosion. 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 It's the new podcast. It's the new podcast thing, guys. Everything's a explosion. So explosion. If you got a lot of quarters in your pocket, you're having a quarter explosion. But my favorite one is the Sue explosion. Sue explosion is the best. That just that just when when the chat guys came out with that last week, I think I had to duck my head to stop from. Making obnoxious laughs right into the microphone. There's even a Facebook group too. They are awesome. Man. There's a My Leaky uh, group as well. I mean, I mean, My Leaky. Oh man, I, look how our thing is merged in my brain. I just think of it as all the same. <laughs> I, I check love, it as I often. Love my, it's crazy. I love my. I do. I do because I am addicted to Facebook. But boy, I'm on My Leaky more than I think than Facebook now, which is crazy. I agree. It's awesome. It's more manageable somehow. It's not all crazy. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, we have an, an exciting week of news this week, so let's get to it, Suze. Yes, we do. We have a, actually we have a lot of uh, movie news this week, but we're going to start out with our friend Miss Joe. Joe Rowling is a troublemaker, and she's up to no good. Uh oh. <laughs> she <What>? is. <laughs> I'm not crazy. You know what she does in her spare time? She likes to write on things. Like she wrote on when she finished Deathly Hallows. She like she's graffiti. a tagger. She is, and so she graffitied again in Edinburgh. This time at a wall in hospital. Man, you know, they have to go around Edinburgh as it is, scraping their graffiti, her graffiti <laughs> off the walls and out from under bridges and stuff. Come on. Get a new hobby, Joe. She's bored, man. She like, wears a bandana and spray paint. Write a book. Yeah. It's a beautiful city, too. I don't know what she's doing. Putting her hands in wet cement. Ay, ay, ay. She's a vandal. Will it never end, Joe? <laughs> Keep her out of the MoMA. <laughs> Keep her out of the MoMA. Christ. <laughs> nice. Keep her out of the MoMA. <laughs> She's going to pull a Da Vinci code and start scribbling on the paintings. <laughs> she can wish she, if she's writing in code, then we're all yeah. in trouble. <laughs> we have to break the Potter code. That'd be fun. Do it. That'd be great. The Potterucci sequence. Okay, so what's this really about with the graffiti suit? Um, she uh, went to, this is actually actually kind of a cool thing. She went to the young people's unit at, at the place called the Royal Edinburgh Hospital. And um, she went into the ward where there's ch- uh, teenagers that have um, complex psychiatric disorders. And she um, she drew, like, the staff and the people and the kids there. And, she's, and then she wrote, J.K. Rowling was there, was here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like Gilroy, or Kilroy, excuse me, was here. Joe was here. That's all awesome. nice. Isn't it, though? I mean, here are these kids that, you know, are seeking help. And, you know, it's probably, you know. You know, I think it's just a tragedy, though, is that I recently saw on eBay already somebody put up a hospital with a fake Joe tag on it trying to make money. <gasps> is that for real? Yeah. Someone put up a whole hospital on eBay that was tagged with a fake Joe autograph. 
They're trying to sell the whole hospital? Yeah, it was on eBay. Wow. There's like at least three listings like that. Wait, I'm confused. <laughs> I thought you meant they were trying to sell like a name tag that they claimed she wore. Oh, That's no. why I bought that for a second. Like a, the, the whole building is on eBay. Oh, yeah, Joe... John. But it's so funny, though, that Joe does that because, I mean, in the books, my favorite graffiti that she wrote was, like, at the end of, like, Deathly Hallows when we were hearing from, like, I think Neville or somebody said, oh, yeah, we used to, we snuck out at night and we wrote, Dumbledore's Army still recruiting. You know, mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's such yeah. an awesome thing. But, I mean, here's Joe doing. I love her. She's awesome. Go, girl. So what's, no, what's number four? Number four on our news this week. This is cool. Um, we've heard from uh, we knew in the past about the Harry Potter exhibit was coming to the United States, and that is going to be opening in at the end of April in Chicago, Illinois, at the Museum of Science and Industry. And um, already it's proving popular, so they've extended it now three weeks. So it's not. It's going to. Um, it runs from April 30th through September 27th, which is a nice long time for people to go. And you know what? They uh, Warner Brothers also announced that one of the things we're going to do. Is we get to go into like a Quidditch pitch and you can toss a quaffle. No. Yeah. Seriously. Whoa. Do you know what else, John, you were going to be able to do too? They're also going to have Hagrid's Hut and you're going to be able to walk through it on the exit on the uh-huh. thing. So Hagrid's I think that'll hut. be fun. Yeah. So I'm like, it's moving yet again. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have to look for the hot tub this time, John, too. We'll have to yes, it it's there somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. So more movie news, everyone. We saw some really, really, really cool stuff. Um, before we had talked about, um, they were showing a first look stuff at the um, like Regal and I think it was AMC theaters. And now the Australian television sh- uh, ran it, and it, we got to see the attack more of the the burrow and oh, that was awesome. the uh, it was awesome. And the Inferi were just, I mean, uh, they're all creepy. I haven't seen any of this stuff. I'm staying away from spoilers. I stayed away from yeah, the Canaries right. because I know I want to see that, and then yeah. I showed it. So I fast forward. It's like no. <laughs> that 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 footage was amazing. Though the birds look kind of cool, but uh, we also got to see um, Bellatrix dancing, and she's like in the Great Hall, man. It's just oh. mm, what kind of dancing is it? You know, well, like when they like they're attacking the burrow because we show they show a lot. I was really surprised yeah. how much of the burrow they showed to getting attacked, and then they show her like you know leaping like woohoo! Look what I did! Yeah, burn! You know, and she's just so maniacally gleeful out she's there. Just in the she's Great just, Hall. But then later, there's another shot of her running across, like dancing across the the, the table in the Great Hall. Well, darn. Is it like suggestive? <laughs> no, she's not. Were the kids she's eating not... lunch? No, no, I don't think so, John. There was mm. no. Is it suggestive? I don't know what she's all on about doing her dance in the Great Hall. She was like, you know, I think it must have been. It must come towards the end when the, you know, the whole end of the movie, and it must be from that, but. Yeah. We also saw a quick glimpse, this is kind of cool, of like when Dumbledore is repairing uh, Slughorn's house, you know, after like he faked that Death Eater attack. Oh, yeah. You could see oh, him like... Cool. We- it was cool. You could see like the feathers like from the pillows that had been ripped, like he's trying to repair that. It makes me wonder if like the Reparo charm is only as powerful as the ability of the wizard. I think so. And I think it has to do something to do with like the time in which... It broke. Like, if you repair something right away, it's easier. But, like, if you wait for, like, three weeks and do it, it's going to be much more difficult. Yeah. It's like, like, could they have put, like, a big repairo on the burrow after, you know, somebody busts it up? I think a series of repairs would be meant for it. Like, if all, the, all yeah. the Weasley family gathered around and held hands and then raised their wands and... 
Yeah, I, I do. To, they'd have to Reparo individual things, like Reparo the beam, Reparo the ceiling, Reparo the nail, not Reparo the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reparo house. Like, I can't see them, like, fixing that bridge in Muggle London with a, a single Reparo charm. Yeah, I can't yeah. see Maybe from that the happening. Elder Wand. The Millennium Bridge or whatever it was. Yeah, they blow The Elder up, Wand yeah. could never fail, so hell, you could repair hmm. the ozone with the Elder Wand. No, I don't <laughs> think that's ozone. true, John. Yeah. <laughs> repair ozone. There, there was one kind of cool, one more cool shot, too, and then before we move on, but there was this thing, and it looked like the scene, we were all had, there had been a lot of speculation about the Sectum Sempra scene, yeah. mm-hmm. and it looked like there was a shot of, of Draco, like, like what he does first before Harry, like, retaliates with that. And it was just yeah. kind of, it just looked kind of cool. So it's in there. So obviously they filmed it. This week we did see a bunch of, we also saw an MTV clip with, with an interview with uh, Jesse Cave, who plays uh, Lavender Brown about snogging, which is kind of like me. And and then Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Why? I mean, it was just, I don't know. She's What's darling. snogging? There's nothing with snogging, but it's just like, it had been, been so hyped that they were going to have this exclusive set visit, you know? Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. You know? It was just, just extraordinarily hyped, I thought. And then it was like, All the yeah. set visits. Yeah, you know. By the time we're allowed to put up the set visits, everybody's seen it all. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. And then, John, were you watching the Oscars? Did, I was. Were you, were you dazzled when Robert Pattinson came out on the stage? Oh. and presented? You know, I was, I was not actually home for that part. <laughs> I didn't know that he was going to be on the stage. And I was mm-hmm. sitting, I was like, li- I was live Twittering. And... I just, like, my fingers froze. I didn't know what to do. I was like, what world am I in that Robert Pattinson is presenting at the Oscars? Did he come out with Bella uh, in the middle of the big dance music number and sing a song from the show? You know who he came out with is the the girl from Mamma Mia. Nice. Really? Yes, really. Yeah. Yeah. Mean girls. And they they joked about what they had to do to to find love and all that stuff. But I was, it was so funny because if you, we have Twitters. We all Twitter. I don't know. That's the big, yeah. big hip thing. And I was all like, I was like, Hufflepuffs at the Oscars. And everyone's like, Sue, <laughs> Rob is not, you know, it's different. But I was like, yeah, oh, Sue's like, oh my God, a Hufflepuff is presenting. I was like, no, Sue, Rob uh, Pattinson is presenting. Yes. I'm sure of the presenters, there are Hufflepuffs. But well, there we represented. I was all squeeful. That was awesome. <laughs> Speaking of being squeeful, were we all squeeful when we heard the news? And it was kind of sad, though, that Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 will officially be released yeah. in theaters on July mm. 15th, 2011. Dude, part of me was hoping that was Part 1. Like, yeah, and then I realized, oh, yeah. Part 2. I mean, it's yeah. like, I mean, Isn't that it crazy? Is well, I- I'm going to be on vacation during that time, so. Me too. I'm going to be on vacation. And so if you know, if you guys want to like come come hang out and maybe we can have a party there. We should make a, a reason to go. Well, I mean, there's already going to be the Wizarding World Harry Potter theme park in Orlando. Uh, I, I need a little bit more reason than that to go to Florida hmm. for this. What if they had, you know, they, they have a huge movie theater uh, in the oh. City Walk. Um, really? But you know, right you know what we'll need for that? Well. I mean, it's great if we're there and everything, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of Harry Potter friends around, but we need, like, our crew, like, the like the real Harry, the real hardcore Harry Potter fans. I think we need a, oh, a sure. theater full of those people. What do you think? I think it's a good idea. Hmm. Well, I mean, if they were interested in coming to the park at the same time, if we could, like, organize a reason hmm. for that. How would, how would we do that, Sue? No, let's let's roll party like a kind of like a you mean like a reason like an official gathering kind of reason? yeah. What kind of gathering could we throw around that? Mm-hmm. Mm. You mean like speakers? We could have like a ball, a ball. yeah, and like you know we could have a hoedown. Um, we could <laughs> sort of connection. 
connection. Sort of connection. An ice cream social. An ice cream social. social. Mm. Ice cream social. But I want to hear people talking. We can talk and reflect too. That would be kind of fun about what it would be like. Something very unconventional. Conventional. How about something conventional? Oh, conventional. That's better. I like that word. Kind of like a a meet meet up and read in. (laughs) Yeah, that would be kind of fun. Huh. What would that be? How about, oh, guys, I got it. How about a leaky con? (gasps) Hey, there you go. Clap on that. But we're already doing one in Boston. LeakyCon 2. LeakyCon 2. Or LeakyCon 2011. LeakyCon 2.0. Will be the weekend that the last Harry Potter film was released in Orlando, Florida. The idea and details will come in the future. The idea is to make it the biggest party we've all ever had together. Seriously, guys, July 14th, July 18th, 2011 will be LeakyCon 2011. It'll be another great big charity event. It'll be another huge event planned to you by the people behind the leaky cauldron it will be the biggest party as a harry potter fan you've ever had and you have two years to save for it so start putting those pennies away yeah Mm -hmm. and it's it's not even going to be during exams for any of these students so rock on to that I am excited. I mean, what a great time that will be down there in a the theme park and that environment, that all that magical world around us. And then we're going to see this film and it's going to be amazing film because it's that battle of Hogwarts and, you know, Voldemort's going down, baby. And we're all going to be together and watching it. It's going to be awesome. We should be together seeing that. And honestly, I think that we're going to need several theaters full of people to hold. And, uh, you know, we're just going to have to have like a big... Um... You know, the following morning is gonna. Everybody's gonna convene in the park at at the castle for a cry in. <laughs> no. For everybody to. We're gonna hand out uh, calendars, and there's gonna be psychologists and uh, advisors <laughs> for people to help can put a life together outside of uh, waiting for movies. <laughs> I know we'll uh, have nothing to. All of you wondering about having to get a life. We'll have. Do you that. remember they had those and, when the um, book was coming out? That psychologist, like, and we're somewhere in England. We did a story about yeah. that too. That's, That's so funny. Right. Oh my gosh, they had psychologists. So, I mean, just accept the fact that your life will be over, no. but you can come up with a new one. Well, that's that's so. what our workshops for the weekend will be about, you know, creating yeah, life. a life, life after post waiting for movies and books. <laughs> well, but seriously, we'll have been waiting, some of us, for about 14 years for either a book or a film. And it, what's yeah. it going to be like when, when there's nothing coming? There's nothing well, we're going to hand out pamphlets on the merits of Twilight. No, we are not doing Twilight. No. Other things to look forward to, surely. <sighs> now, High School Musical 5 will probably oh, be out around that year. Lots of other things to High be School crazy Musical about. Five. It was funny because I was ta- talking to a friend, and they know that I'm not particularly a Steve Clovis fan. And they were like, Sue, how long is it going to be till you guys, if there's going to be a petition online to to remake the Harry Potter movies after that one comes out. You know? Oh, no. I'm just like, no, don't it. I'm just trying to deal with the fact that we got a final date for that, you know? And it's like, um. I, I predict by 2018 they'll announce something for the CW, like a, a series. That would, no. Actually, pretty cool. Harry Potter. Not the CW. Come on. That's the Warner Brothers. But that's, the whole idea the of Harry Potter on the CW is ludicrous. Yeah. HBO. All right, guys, let's catch up with the rest of the show. And the latest installment of the acting troupe. What's happening this week, John? I am waiting to hear it until it comes on the show. Okay, we'll see you guys in that part of the show. Bye. Previously on Albus Potter and the Founder's Fountain. I need your help to figure out how to get into Professor McGonagall's office, because that's where the sorting hat lives. Nice meeting you. Didn't catch your name. It's Layla. She's a brave one. 
Or to be in Gryffindor, not Hufflepuff, you ask me. You know so many people here. All your cousins, and half the teachers as well. You should come and stay with us at Christmas. Then you'd know everyone I know. I'm calling wizards still. So Malfoy here can prove he's not a wimp. On my count. Expelliarmus! Get him, Malfoy! Ow, what's going on? I messed up. Just play along. What's that noise? It got thirsties out of bed. It's Peeves. Shall I say the password? No need to wake her if we don't have to. That doesn't look like a key. It's shaped like the G of Gryffindor. Well, it opens this door and any other door with a password. Good night, Nev. I mean, Professor. Good night, Al. Morning, Al. I need to speak to you. Can I sit here? Yeah, yeah. Sit down. I need to talk to you, too. Hey, what's going on? A Ravenclaw gate crashing our table? Stop her, Fred. I'm on it, mate. Oh, shut up, James. I'll sit where I like. Fred, move over. All right, Rose. You can sit here this once, but don't make a habit out of it. That's not very friendly. Nothing personal, you understand. Just we can't have you tarnishing our reputations with your brain box habits. That'll never do, would it, Fred? Certainly not. We've heard about you stewing in the library when there's perfectly good flying conditions. Don't tell us they're corrupting you already over in Ravenclaw. Just let me know when you want to get flattened, Fred, and I'll make time for a race. That'll be the day. What's so urgent, Rosie? You won't believe what happened last night on my way back to Ravenclaw Tower. And you won't believe what happened to me. Peeves caught up with me. And then I got nailed by Neville. Professor Longbottom, you mean? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyway, you threatened me with detention, but I managed to convince him otherwise. Is that it? Saved you from getting caught, didn't I? I thought I did pretty well, considering. Amazing, Al. You managed to talk your way out of trouble. And with Professor Longbottom of all people, I'm impressed. Shall I tell Fred so he can pat you on the back, too? Very funny. Come on, then. Tell me what happened to you. Well, I started running, but I wasn't really looking where I was going. I thought I was almost at the foot of the spiral staircase up to our common room, but I must have taken a wrong turn somewhere, because I found myself running along a corridor I'd never seen before. That's nothing. I'm always getting lost. But there weren't any tapestries or suits of armour, nothing except a six-inch deep carpet of dust on the floor. That's a bit weird, I must admit. Wherever I was, Peeves must have known about it, because all of a sudden I heard him screaming, Get lost! Get lost! That's why he was yelling when Neville sent him away. What did you do? I didn't know what to do. There was nowhere to hide. I could hear him coming closer. So I ran up and down in a panic and tried the nearest door. I didn't expect it to be unlocked, but it opened straight away. So he didn't catch you? No, thank goodness. And that's all you want to tell me, huh? Of course that's not all. It was the room. There was something strange about it. It wasn't a classroom. It didn't go anywhere. It was completely empty, all except for this thing on the middle of the floor. What do you mean, weird? Well, at first I thought it was just a pile of stones and broken glass and stuff. But then I looked closer. And? The stones looked like a base of something. Like a wall or something. Um, okay. What else? And the glass wasn't smashed. Just in pieces. Pieces of what, exactly? I don't know. I got my wand out for some light, and there were all these thick pieces of glass twisted into weird shapes and all different colours. What colours? Well, there was red and green 
and blue and yellow. That's the colours for the four houses. So it is. I never thought of that. You know, come to think of it, it did remind me a bit of the hourglasses in the entrance hall. It was the same kind of glass and exactly the same colours. Yes, it must be. What? Something magic. Something magic to do with Hogwarts that no one else knows about. And I found it. Isn't that cool? Just lying around where anybody could find it. Come off it. It can't be anything like that. Whatever it is, I want to go back and see if I can put the pieces back together. And you and Scorpius have to come with me. What can we do about it? We only know about three spells. More than three, Al. Don't exaggerate. All I know is it made me feel sad just looking at it. It's a part of the castle, and it's been lost or forgotten about. I don't see how it's lost exactly, if it's that close to Ravenclaw Tower. But never mind. We'll go and take a look. Thanks, Al. Did you get back all right after that? Oh, yes, it was fine. But there was one more weird thing. i just turned the corner before the spiral staircase, when I had to hide from Peeves again. This time there was a suit of armour in an alcove, and I was small enough to squeeze behind it. So that was easy, but you'll never guess what Peeves was doing. I won't, so you might as well just tell me. He was talking to another student, not yelling or anything, just chatting away like they'd been friends for years. No way! Who? That girl in our year, the Hufflepuff who can't fly. Layla. How do you know her name? I met her at Hagrid's. She'd been in the forest and found something that needed looking after. She went into the forest? Wow. She didn't seem very friendly. Not to me, anyway. I'd love to know how she managed to tame Peeves. Rosie! You're a genius! Well, obviously. Why? If she can talk to Peeves, she could help us. With what? Getting in to see the sorting hat. She can get him to break in for us. You're right. I am a genius. You'll have to talk to her. I don't think she likes me. We've got potions with the Hufflepuffs tomorrow. Leave it to me. Hey, look. Scorp's on his way to lessons with two Slytherins. And Smith isn't with him. So the plan worked. That's good. Do you think he suspected anything? I'm 99% sure he didn't. Listen, I've been meaning to tell you. I've invited him for a visit during the Christmas holidays. You're coming to stay with us this year too, aren't you? Oh, Al, are you sure inviting Scorpius is a good idea? Of course. Why not? I thought you liked him. I do. It's just, he is a Malfoy. So what? Rosie, what's going on? You know I've been spending all that time in the library. Well, it wasn't just homework. I've been reading up on the Battle of Hogwarts, and before that. What's that got to do with Scorp? He wasn't even born then. It's his family. They were on the wrong side, Al. That's impossible. If it was true, they'd be in Azkaban. It says they claimed to have switched sides at the last minute and helped our side win. It didn't say how, though. Well, there you go, then. What's the problem? I don't know. It's confusing. Maybe I should just ask him. I wouldn't. Don't you remember how touched he was about his family on the train? If he does know, he's probably embarrassed they took so long to come over to the right side. Maybe you're right. I wish I could talk to Mum about it. I bet she knows all about the Malfoys. So write to her, then. I like Scott, and I'm inviting him for Christmas, and that's all there is to it. Pass me a bit of that toast before James picks it all. I'm starving.
I don't understand. Why should I ask Peeves to help you burgle Professor McGonagall's study? We're not burglars. Rosie, what have you been telling her? Honestly, Layla, I'm not going to take anything. I told you, Al just needs to get in there to talk to someone who can't come out. You're suggesting that Peeves should get into trouble for you by breaking into a room. He will enjoy that. Even so, he has a right to an explanation before agreeing, and so do I. Look, we might be able to tell you, but there's no way we can tell Peeves what we're doing. It'll be as good as going to Gonagor and asking to be expelled. I'll talk to him, but I'm not his master. If I try to deceive him, he will not cooperate. I've said all along this is a stupid idea. It's not like you can reason with Peeves. Whatever we tell him, he'll shout it from the rooftops. I still say we should find another way. <sighs> all right, Layla. Can you get him to provide a general distraction without saying what it's for? Yes, that should not be a problem. And I'll just have to find some other way of getting in. But that's the whole point, Al. There is no other way. Scott's right, though. It's too dangerous to involve Peeves. Maybe inspiration will strike when I'm facing the door. Why can't the person you're meeting just let you in? It's not that simple. Look... I'll tell you everything, but you have to promise not to say anything. Go on, Layla. Swear on Dumbledore's grave. I will do no such thing. If you want me to help you, you must earn my trust by trusting me. That is how it is done. Are you honourable wizards or not? Of course we are. All right. Calm down, everyone. Okay, no swearing. I trust you. It's the sorting hat. That's who I need to talk to. And it wasn't even my idea, all right. The hat told me I had to get in and speak to it. It told me when I was being sorted. And don't ask why, because I haven't a clue. But now I understand everything. You have been given a magical quest. Isn't that a little overdramatic? What else would you call it? I think it's sort of cool. You're on a quest, Al, and we're like, your knights or something. Oh, shut up. It's not a quest. Now you know everything, Layla. So... Are you going to help us or not? Yes, I will help you. But I have transfiguration in five minutes. That's a point, Al. When are we going to try this? I'm so busy with homework. And Quidditch is starting soon. I want to watch the practices. So do I. We should find a time when everyone is busy. Not even Peeves can keep the whole school away unless they're all in one place. What about the Halloween feast? But that's weeks away. Scorp's right, Al. The hat didn't set a time limit, did it? It'll give us more time to figure out how to get you in. I agree. To prepare for a quest takes time. You and your quest. All right, we'll wait till Halloween. Oh no, I have to get to the greenhouse. I'm going to be late. Well, so am I. But we might lose house points. Come on, Scorpius, hurry up. All right, all right, stop bossing. Thanks for agreeing to help. It's nothing. I can help you, and you trusted me. I will not betray you. You don't half say some weird stuff. Not that I mind you or anything. I think you and your friends are the strange ones. You take important things lightly, but are so serious about things that don't matter. What? You mean like going exploring in really dangerous places? And flying on broomsticks, you treat it like a matter of life or death. You're just saying that cause... Never mind. What? Well... Because you don't know how to fly. I can fly. I just prefer not to sit on a silly twig when I can stretch out comfortably. 
It takes as much skill to direct a magic carpet, you know. Fair and legal here. I know. I think it's silly. You don't know what you're talking about. My uncle says we don't have a space in Britain. Do you want us to have to go around obliviating muggles all the time in case we find out? How was I supposed to know that? Anyway, I still think carpets are better. Whatever you say. I have charge class to get to. Come on, let's go. It might have stopped raining by now. Please, Scorp, come and help us put the last stone into place. The Halloween feast starts in an hour. There won't be any Quidditch practice today. What's the point? It's been weeks and it still looks like a pile of old rubbish. Scorpius Malfoy, how can you say that after all our hard work? I don't know, Scorp. It looks pretty cool now that we've nearly closed the last gap. Come and see. I suppose you can't really tell where the joins are now. Nothing to do with me. Nice job, Rosie. Thanks. You both helped, though. There's no way I could have levitated all those stones by myself. Come on, this is the last one. Wingardium Leviosa. Careful, almost there. Now me. Reparo. That's it, all done. Scorp's got a point, though. It doesn't do anything. We don't even know what it's here for. Why bother, Rosie? Because it's important. Can't you tell? Not really. You can, can't you, Albus? Afraid not. It's good having a meeting place no one else knows about, though. It's driving Smith mad not knowing where we're disappearing to all the time. But that's the whole point. People should know about this room. This corridor's a part of Hogwarts, so how come it's thick with dust like no one ever comes down here? It wasn't that easy to find, though, was it? We walked round in circles for ages. And then there was that weird thing with the door. I still say it wasn't there the first time we walked past. I'll tell you this much. I've had enough of breaking my back humping great big stones around. Me too. And after Al gets into McGonagall's office, we'll have something else to think about, so you can go ahead and tell whoever you like. At least it looks mended now. That's something. It's not, though. If it was, it'd be running. What do you mean, running? Like a spell? I, I wish I knew how the magic worked. I'm sure we're missing something. I don't know about a spell. I just mean this thing we've built. Isn't it obvious? It's a fountain. Don't be silly, Scorpius. Fountains are... Well, they're bigger for one thing. Look, this bottom bit's the basin. And these four things are the jets where the water comes out. If it was working, they'd run down to this hole in the middle. You mean, it isn't magic at all? Who knows? Look, we really should be getting back. Abba still has to steal that key thing. I'm not looking forward to doing this. I mean, it's Neville. If he didn't want us to suggest it, you never should have mentioned he had it. Honestly, if he will keep forgetting to lock the door of his office, it's his own fault. We'll have it back within 20 minutes. He'll never miss it. What's the big deal? I bet he did worse stuff himself when he was at school. No way. Not in a million years. Not Professor Longbottom. Mum said I had to be especially careful not to disappoint him or let ourselves down because he's extremely honest and sometimes it's easy to take advantage of people like that. This is taking advantage. Well, if he catches you... You'll get detention all the same, so we'd better make sure the coast is clear. Oh my goodness, it's half past five. You're joking. Where did the time go? We can only count on him being in the greenhouse till six. 
Come on then, let's get on with it. Wow, we're in. I can't believe this actually worked. Can you? That moving staircase is pretty cool. I thought the gargoyle was going to say something for a second. When you held up the key, it just nodded and let us through. Brilliant. I'd better get a move on. Shouldn't you be getting back downstairs? There's plenty of time. Rose and Layla are on the lookout, and Peeves will be keeping everyone trapped in the Great Hall for ages yet. But what if he doesn't? Who are all this lot? They're just portraits. Who cares? Armando Dippet, Dexter Fortescue, Phineas Nigellus Black. Just old headmasters. Boring. But look at all this stuff. Not now, Scorp. Oops. Just help me find the hat, would you? Calm down. It's right here. Okay, I'll be going now. Great. I mean thanks. See you in a bit. Um, hello? Sorting hat? I'm here, like you asked me to. Albus Potter, you've made good time. I was not expecting you so soon. I was worried you'd say I'd taken too long. Not at all. It must have taken all your resourcefulness to get this far. How did you manage it? I got help, like you suggested. My friends Rose and Scorpius helped me figure out how to get in here. They're standing guard, and this Hufflepuff girl helped us too. She got Peeves on side. Do you know Peeves? Indeed, an inspired choice of ally. He's bothering everyone at the Halloween feast, so they don't miss us. And Layla, that's his friend. She's keeping watch down in the Great Hall. Then there is one of you from each of the houses. Yeah. Is that good? Very good. Right. What am I here for, then? Don't get me wrong. I'm sort of honoured you've chosen me and everything. But I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And you keep being all mysterious. I really don't think I should hang around in here for too long. I understand. You've been patient. And you deserve an explanation. How to begin? How... Well informed, do you consider yourself to be? Informed? About what? History. It depends which bit you mean. If you're talking about wars and stuff, then I know what everybody my age knows. Or maybe a bit more. That's good. For our purposes, we can confine ourselves to what happened during the night known as the Battle of Hogwarts. Does that mean anything to you? Yeah, of course. Then you will know that the castle was attacked and sustained severe injury. You talk like the castle's alive. Perhaps. Your task is to heal it. Me? What can I do? Much has already been done. The current generation of Hogwarts guardians, your teachers, have worked tirelessly to rebuild and restore the castle. Still, work remains. You are to help with this, as are your friends. One of them called it a quest. I would call it a necessary task in order to safeguard the health of this school for generations to come. Fair enough. But that still doesn't explain why you chose me. You need not concern yourself with that question. I am the sorting hat. I am quite good at choosing. But you have a choice too. 
You have not volunteered, and I won't force you to help against your will. Of course I'll help. I just don't want to let anybody down. I'm not strong like James, or clever like my cousin Rosie. I'm not even that talented. Strength, cleverness and talent are not the qualities this task requires. You may fail. The question is, are you prepared to try? I'm here, aren't I? I'm listening. You are to seek an object designed by the founders of this school. When it was created, it was intended to be part of the castle. Something that would endure for as long as the school lasted. What happened? It was never completed. Why not? There was a quarrel, and one of the founders left. The object was abandoned and never spoken of again. After the three remaining founders died, it was forgotten. Can you be a bit more specific? I mean, what kind of thing is it I'm looking for? That is all I know. Then, how do you know it still even exists? That it ever existed? Because it was I who created it, of course. I don't get it. You don't know what it is, or where it is, or how to finish it, but you've made it. I'm not being funny, but it doesn't make sense. I mean, you're a hat. Do you know how I was made? Um, no. I am nothing except what each of the four our founders put into me. I have only the brains, personality, and memories they chose to include in order for me to carry out my allotted task. I know of the existence of this object and sense its importance. I have deduced that each founder contributed something particular to the spell that would act to bind the four houses and maintain harmony between them. Without it, the burden falls to me, my song, and the human inhabitants of this school to keep the four houses in balance. Without it, I feel the founder's sense of regret, profound sadness, and furious anger at its loss. What I cannot give you are dimensions, locations, or incantations. As you so astutely put it, I am a hat. I'm sorry, all right? Can I... Is it all right if I ask one more question? Ask it. Why now? I mean, if the object's been lying forgotten for all these years, why is it so important it gets finished now? You must understand. Hogwarts was gravely, almost mortally wounded by the dark magic that shattered its walls, weakened its spells, and attacked the people and creatures within. For nineteen years it has required constant effort and immense energy to rebuild, and keep the school from fragmenting again. There are divisions which may never heal unless the houses can finally be united as we intended. The castle is not at rest. It may never again be fully at peace, unless it is healed and Hogwarts can once again be whole. I... I get the picture. Hogwarts will be grateful for any help you can provide. I'll do my best. I promise. I'd better go now. Interesting. Very interesting. Wasn't that an interesting conversation, Phineas? I hardly think so, Dumbledore. A Gryffindor student up to no good. Scarcely anything to write home about. Wouldn't you agree, Severus? Quite so. And the resemblance to his father clearly apparent. Almost uncanny. I've seen the boy before. 
But I'd have recognized him in any case. Who else, eh, Snape? No other first year would have the hide to waltz in here as if they owned the place. Certainly not anyone from our house. I believe the student who helped him break in was from Slytherin. But I am outnumbered, I see. Dip it. Wake up. Ah, it's useless. You'll just have to cope, Albus. You've seen him before, Phineas, you said? At Grimoire Place, I assume? I'm surprised the house is in use again by the Potter family. Oh, no. He never used it. It was empty for a number of very comfortable years. I miss it. So someone else is using it now? I think I can guess. Don't ask. I don't want to talk about it. Of course you do, Phineas. Or you wouldn't have mentioned it. Well, if you insist. They visited the house after Voldemort's defeat. Potter and his wife. But only once. Then three years ago, the place was invaded. Invaded, Phineas? All but the few rooms they couldn't access. House builders, you see, didn't have the counter spells. I wasn't going to help them. Strip the place bare, travesty. Sounds like an improvement, if you ask me. And now it's lived in again. What a lovely story. <sighs> I hope they did something about the appalling plumbing. And if you recall, Albus, the chimney in the kitchen smoked. I spent most order meetings in danger of imminent suffocation. Can you guess to whom Harry has given the house, Severus? Considering Phineas' reluctance to say the name. I can't imagine, nor do I care. Of course I will speak the name. It is Lupin. Remus's boy? Wonderful. Very fitting, don't you agree, Severus? Predictable, anyway. It's quite dreadful. The boy allows his contemporaries to lodge in the house. He rents out the drawing room, if you can believe it. The place is a veritable doss house for ex-students. Gryffindors and Hufflepuffs, of course. Not one with a sense of dignity or decorum among them. Now, now, Phineas. They can't be that bad. Allowances for useful high spirits and all that. Holidays are just as bad. Swarms of potters and weasleys charging up and down the stairs. The noise. Our sympathies, Phineas. You must remain here with us this Christmas. It is very peaceful, if somewhat dull, listening to Dippet's perpetual snores. I like to keep an eye on the old place. The tenants are insufferably rude, of course, but they won't drive me out. Must be off now. Haven't checked in for almost a day. A true martyr. Indeed, Severus. Let us give thanks for our lack of familial responsibilities. I wonder what the Potter brat was up to with the sorting hat. Perhaps Minerva will be able to shed some light on the matter. You're going to tell her, then? I'm surprised at you. Dear me, no. No need for that. She will get to the bottom of this little mystery without any interference from us. There you are at last. Sorry, Rosie. Scorp and I had to take cover on the way because we heard footsteps. Did anyone come past here? 
No, the coast is clear. Where's Scorp now? Back at the feast. Thought it'd be less obvious if we all arrived back separately. How'd it go with the sorting hat? Tell you later. I've got to get this key back. You get going. Okay, be careful. We don't want to mess everything up now, when it's all gone so well. See you in a bit. What's going on? Lumos? I... I was just... How did you know I was here? What, did you not think you'd be missed from the feast? Or did you think that Peeves' little performance would take care of that? But we only heard footsteps once. I know this castle a bit better than you, Albus. What were you doing in my private office? I... I was putting this back. You took this? What for? I'm really, really sorry, Professor. I wouldn't have done it, but it was important. I couldn't think of any other way. So important that you would stoop to stealing? I came to put it straight back. And you were planning on telling me you'd taken it? No, Professor. Oh, so we can add lying to stealing. What was it? A practical joke on one of your friends? On me? No, nothing like that. I've known you ever since you were born, Al. Breaking rules is, is one thing, but this, it's, it's dishonest. I thought you could be trusted. <sighs> Before I decide what to do, do you have an explanation? I'm sorry. I can't tell you what I needed it for. Can't or won't? I swear on Dumbledore, it wasn't to play a trick on you or anybody else. It, it was to help someone. And... and it wasn't anything bad. I'm sorry. That's all. Well, that's something, I suppose. Come on, let's, um... let's go back to the feast. Is... is that it? Oh, you're in detention, of course. I've any number of filthy and unpleasant jobs to do, many involving the compost heap. I believe it's forecast to rain solidly for another week. Are you going to tell my mum and dad? Should I? Please, please don't, Neville. I mean, Professor. It's important. I know you don't have any reason to trust me, but I'm telling you the truth. I had to do it. Well, all right, but there is a condition. Anything? Here, if you've nothing to be ashamed of, take it. What? You needed this key so badly. What if you need it again? But I won't. I don't want it. I didn't ask if you wanted it, did I? Take it. It's your responsibility now. Do I have to? Really? Well, if you find yourself using it for something you shouldn't, come and talk to me. But no more sneaking around. Deal? But what if I lose it? It's yours. I feel awful. No, it isn't mine. It belongs to Gryffindor House. And you're a Gryffindor. Consider it on loan. Don't drop it in a bag of fertilizer, and, and don't leave it unattended in an unlocked room in full view of passing students, and, and you'll be fine. <laughs> and don't let me down again. I won't, Professor. The post, Pigwigeon. Stupid owl, what's it going over to the Ravenclaw table for? I'm over here. Cool. I should have an answer about Scorp coming to stay at Christmas. It's Dad's turn to write. I'll call him over. Scorp! 
Looks like he's on his way already. It's from Mum. Hey guys, budget Rosie. Now really, little bro, I draw the line at a Slytherin putting me off my breakfast. Tis this, the Department of International Magical Cooperation. I can invite whoever I like to sit at his table. Tough luck, James. Dad said yes. So that means Scorp's coming to visit for a whole week starting Boxing Day. I couldn't care less. Just found out that Granny and Grandpa are taking me and Fred to visit Uncle Charlie, so you weirdos can fraternise to your heart's content. I'll have to ask my dad too. Can I get your address off you during Defence Against the Dark Arts? No problem. Listen, Mum's got some news about Christmas. Shall I read it out? Go ahead. This is the important bit. You won't be needing Al's address, Scorp. We've decided to take Teddy up on his invitation to join him and Mrs Tonks for Christmas in London. Al and Lily will be there too, but not Granny and Grandad Weasley, or James, Fred, Louis, blah blah blah, stuff about Romania and France. I have some exciting outings planned. Oh Merlin, do you think she means the museum again? Shh, don't interrupt. To the theatre and so on? That's even worse. But we can change them if you and Al would rather entertain yourselves. Cool. Is that everything? Pretty much. A bit about seeing London friends, so she hopes I've been behaving myself and working hard in Professor Longbottom's lessons. Oh, and she says she's looking forward to meeting you, Scorp. She must have spoken to Uncle Harry. The rest of it's questions about my work. What do you think, Hal? Twelve Grimald Place for Christmas. Fantastic. You'll love it, Scorp. We can go to Diagon Alley loads of times. Terry will take us every day if we want. I bet Victoire is sick about being in France this year. Did you know Teddy's been coming up to Hogsmeade every week just to see her? What's Grimmauld Place? And who's Teddy? Are you sure I'll still be allowed to come if I don't know him? Of course you can. Dad would have said otherwise. Teddy's our friend. He's older than us, but he's really cool. My dad's his godfather, so he comes and stays with us a lot. But he lives in London the rest of the time. It's an amazing place. Spooky. It feels like it should be haunted. We've never actually seen a ghost there. Me and Al think there has to be one hiding in the locked room. What's so special about a locked room? There's dozens of them at my grandmother's house. She says they're for visitors. Well, this house used to be stuffed with dark objects. That was all cleared away years ago, but there was a few rooms that no one got round to. My dad's been helping Teddy sort them out, when they can spare the time. The locked room is the last one. I bet there's nothing in there except dust and rubbish, like that old fountain of Rosie's. Al, are you going to tell us about the sorting hat? That's why I came over. You were really like back to the feast. What happened? It was pretty weird, I must say. I could hardly understand a word of it at first. But then I worked something out later. Before I fell asleep. What? That thing we've been mucking about with. The fountain. We have to get it working. That's what the Sorcerer Hat needs us to do. It's to help the castle unite the houses or something. It's really important. I told you it was something important. Why didn't you say so before? I'm saying it now. We should meet up there after lessons. Can you both get away? I'm practising if the rain holds off. I can't either. I have to go to the library. Again? Why don't you just move your bed in there? Oh, but... I've just remembered. I can't either. What's up? I've... Mm, got detention. Every night this week... Professor Lombotton caught me putting the key back. Oh, no. I don't think I've ever seen him angry before. It was scary. Scary? Professor Longbottom, come off it. 
More to the point, is he going to write to your mum and dad? No, but it was heavy. Seriously, as bad as mum by the time we borrowed her best broom. Don't be ridiculous. I'm not kidding. It was even worse when he calmed down. I felt really bad. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry, Al. It was all my fault, as usual. You can come and help me shovel compost. It will make you feel any better. No thanks. I don't feel that bad. But I'll help you with your homework this week, if you like. Deal. It could have been a lot worse anyway. And guess what? After I'd finished yelling, he only went and gave me the key back. What? What? I know. It was so weird. It was like a test or something. What if the teachers know we're up to something? How can they? We haven't seen anyone in that corridor or even any footprints in the dust. So, when are we going to meet? It'll have to be the weekend. It's annoying, but it can't be helped. Suits me. Also, I think we should bring Layla in on it. It was something the Sorting Hat said, about how it was good that I had help from all the houses. And she deserves to know everything after helping us last night. Is that alright with you two? Sounds fair enough. Fine with me. Okay. I'll talk to her in Herbology tomorrow. Well, don't get getting another detention. Oh, hilarious. This room is deeply magical, and no one knows about it but us. We've never seen anyone else here. Look, here it is. Just like I told you. You're right. It does look like a fountain. What do you think? Worth giving up a Saturday afternoon for? I think it's beautiful. So, is this the next part of your quest? I wish you'd stop calling it that. I think it must be. But I don't have a clue where to go from here. Explain it to me. Maybe that will help. Well, first the hat said there's something in the castle that's really old. But that no one knows about it. So, it was created long ago and then lost? That's right. When Hogwarts was first built... What is its purpose? It was meant to look after the four houses. Keep them in balance or something. I see. A guardian? Yeah. Then it talked about the castle being damaged in the Battle of Hogwarts. Do you know about that? Yes, of course. My mother attended Hogwarts, but she wasn't here during the war. She was lucky. She had already left to do work overseas. I didn't know that. She's a muggle-born, then. Like Rosie's mum. Yes, she moved around for a while, then she met my father. His family looked after the forest I told you about. I was born there. Sounds like you'd rather be there now. I would be if my father hadn't been killed. My mother works in Europe again, so I go to this school. Durmstrang is nearer, but Hogwarts is better. So I am here. It makes no difference to me. What? What killed your dad? If you don't mind me asking. A dragon, of course. It was dying and no one dared go near it. My father went to put it out of its misery and he killed it, but not before it burned him. Wow. I'm really sorry. Tell me about the damage to the castle. It seems in good repair, but Peeves tells me otherwise. That's what the hat said. It says a lot of good work's been done, but the castle isn't fully healed. Like it's a sick person or something. Of course. The castle has absorbed magic from every witch and wizard that has lived, worked, and studied here since the Founders. It's as alive as you or I. Yeah, I get that. Anyway, finding this object and fixing this is somehow going to help heal the castle. And I think it has to be this fountain thing. 
Because this is the only part of the castle no one uses. That will be part of our task then. We ought to learn its history so we could discover how to restore the spell. We four are of the four houses. That will help. That's what the hat said too. It should have chosen you, not me. Anyway, where are the others? They should have been here by now. It stopped raining. Perhaps they're on their twigs. Yeah, probably. What is this hollow on the edge of the basin? It is not the same shape or size as the other stones. I never noticed that before. It looks like something fits in there. Maybe that's what we need to find. Where is that artifact you showed me? Give it here. What do you mean artifact? The one shaped like a G for Gryffindor. Oh, the key you mean. Right here. Why? Because it fits here, look. No, it doesn't. Not properly. There's still a gap. What else did the hat say? Something about finding out more in our houses. I'm not asking my head of house. He fusses if we ask for coffee instead of pumpkin juice. Do you think that's why Professor Lombardson gave me this thing? What if he's in league with the sorting hat? No, this is your quest. It was just his way of punishing you. I suppose so. It's annoying. I can't stop worrying about where it is every minute of the day. I will ask the house elves about the fountain. They know many things to do with the castle. Hi, you two. Sorry we're late. It's stopped raining. Are you talking about how we're going to snoop around in our houses? No point asking house elves anything. They only know about ironing and polishing floors. Scorpius, you can't say things like that. Besides, you're dead wrong, mate. They're powerful magical beings who could squash you like a flubber worm if they wanted to. A house elf saved my dad's life once. And my mum and dad's too. Well, I've only met one, and she seems pretty stupid to me. But I'll take your word for it. I will ask Creature. How do you know Creature? He works in the kitchens. I know he does. He refuses to be freed, so my dad makes him stay here. Why? Dad told me to find him and say hello when I got here. So why haven't you? I don't know. I just haven't seen him or any of the house elves. Layla, how come you're on first name terms with everybody at Hogwarts? Our common room is near the kitchens. House elves are better company than the girls I share a bedroom with. Can we stick to the point? How are you going to find out what we need from Slytherin, Scott? No idea. My head of house frightens the life out of me. I get nervous every time he picks on me in lessons, and he barely speaks any other time. It doesn't help that he used to be an international Quidditch player. Oh, I know. He's not even a very good teacher, I don't think. He never says anything nice, even when I turn my match into a needle five minutes before anyone else. Probably because he knows what disgusting show-off you are. Look, this isn't helping at all. We need to make a decision. We should go where the quest leads us. That's all very well. But we go home for Christmas in a few days. It doesn't matter. The house elves will know what we need to do next. That's all settled then. We'll talk to them after the holidays. In the next episode of Albus Potter and the Founder's Fountain, the first years head home for Christmas, and one of them learns something new about their family history. Join us to learn what difficult choice one of the new friends will be forced to make when an old secret hidden beneath the floorboards at number 12, Grimmauld Place, is uncovered. This episode of the Pottercast Acting Troupe featured the voice talents of Matt Armstrong, Michael Beckett, Susie B, 
Caroline Fonseca, Eric Lessinger, Izzy Martin, Stacey Murano, Rachel Proudfoot, and Ken Schneier. It was produced by Angela Hohenstein, Becky Matoro, Joe Mativier, Rachel Proudfoot, Christy Thede, and Kevin Toma. Squee! We're back. Okay. Oh, it's the end. John, are you going to vote for Hufflepuff this, this the next vote few for weeks? Hufflepuff? Are, are you serious? Yeah, you're going to do come join join the house of Hufflepuff. I don't do? even know what you're talking about. I do. What? I think everybody what, what should be a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff, right, Melissa? Everyone needs to be a Hufflepuff. Sue, I don't think anybody thought you thought anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, that's the thing about Hufflepuffs. Everyone's welcome. Yes, I'm I right. still stand well, by the concept the hard... that Hufflepuff Common Room has no password. Anyone can hang out there if they want to. That uh, makes sense. I completely I, believe. I believe that you're probably right. Yep. Yeah. But it's a bit of a security uh, risk. Security. Hey, man. Yeah, it's, but... by the, it's by the kitchens. You know, everybody can go hang out. You know, when they're down there, skirt, you after they nick the food, they can come just hang out. Go it's, tickle it's, that. It's all pan. good. Yeah, it's right. Is there, well, does, this, does this philosophy carry on to all Hubba girls? John. You know what? I'm okay. not going there. No. Thank you, Sue. Okay, Everybody guys. The Harry Potter Alliance <laughs> has introduced a new a new campaign. Your called, fantasies. I, I'm, I'm trying to get onto the real topic. Okay, I'm sorry. And ignore, not not give him the little satisfaction he likes when we go, John. But he says okay. perverted fantasies about my house. Just, I, know right here is what he likes. I know what you, you want. You're just so. You can't give him this, Sue. You give him this, he continues to do it. It's like a child who cries. It's such a high compliment. I think it's a fantasy. (laughs) Melissa, continue. I'm breathing now. Not, thank you. Not every child who cries should get everything they want. Right, Fred? Right. Right. Thank you. So, okay. The Harry Potter Alliance is running a new campaign called Accio Books, in which you can earn points for your Hogwarts house through the Harry Potter Alliance by donating books. And there's, a certain, there's a whole breakdown to it. You can go to the Harry Potter Alliance page to find out. That's thehpalliance.org. But they also have, they have heads of houses. The head of Slytherin House is Brian Ross, naturally. He is from uh, Draco and the Malfoy. Yeah. The head of Gryffindor House is Paul DeGeorge from uh, Harry Whoa. Potter. Is natural. Of course, the head of, uh, head of Hufflepuff House is our very own Sue Upton. Sue Upton! Squeeze! And the head of Ravenclaw House, we're so excited, it's her first fandom really thing, is Ivana Yeah. 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 What? So How it's a, awesome it's a is huge, that? Luna! It's awesome. And we're having a conference call. Well, by the time this comes out, you'll have heard this. But mm-hmm. if, if please keep checking Leaky and the HPAlliance.org. We're going to be doing many, many of these conference calls on the HP Alliance uh, Ustream, which is also the podcast Ustream. So that's Ustream.tv slash channel slash podcast. And, um, yeah, this Sunday, by the time this comes out, you'll have all heard it already. But all the four heads of houses, including Ivana, will be on the call. And it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Amazing. It's awesome. Was, was uh, Cho not available? Why, chill? So, Sue, are you excited about this? I am effort? very excited, and you know what? It is such a great thing, and I, I'm particularly. I'm, I'm, if you've listened to the conference call, you'll hear me talk about this. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am adopted, and um, I had spent a, before I was adopted I was in an orphanage, and um, so for me, this is a particularly um, poignant thing. And books are what brought us, I think, basically here. I know a lot of us are fans of the movies. I know I am, but but 
boils back down to those books. And reading at Leakey has a long tradition of supporting literacy, and this is a great, great thing. And whether or not these books go to the, the children in Rwanda or they go to families here or around the world, anyone that needs a book, that's what we're going to try and um and bring that so I know that you have books at home I mean I have a lot of like if you have garage sales that's what I used to do when I, my, my son was very little we go to garage sales and we always look for the books that would be the first thing we do you know and I have a ton of these that have been sitting in my house and if you're going to give them away or considering it please consider giving to um, the HP Alliance and I just think it's an awesome thing another witness a testimony to the power of the Harry Potter fan which is amazing you are amazing people and um, we love our books so Yay, rock on, and go Hufflepuff, That's too. So cool. It is very cool. I'm excited. I am. I love it. And you can donate through, you know, other houses. That's cool, because Hufflepuffs were all about the bottom line here of just, you know, getting the books. But I'm just saying the <laughs> Hufflepuff house is pretty awesome. Although Yvonne is pretty cool, too. I mean, think about it. Think about her, man. She is, she's one of us. She's a fan of the books first, and then she got that job. And now she's doing, I just think that's, you know. Yeah. She's she's excited. I can't I can't wait to, 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 to I'll, I'll I'm <laughs> I'm like tech support on these calls. Yeah, like, that's our hidden like send. You're like the Oz I, back yeah, there. Yeah, I'm like a hidden. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Oz in the background, <laughs> like hitting buttons and making sure. So I can't wait to just sit and listen to you guys talk. It's gonna be I'm gonna be the only one not there. Screw <laughs> you guys. Why why won't you be there, Frack? Why won't you be there? What what are you, what are you talking about? You have Frank, to be on the call Frankie's to be there. The, Frankie's the uh, sorting hat. Oh, wait, really? Is that, is that something we're not saying? I. Well, that's not part. Uh, right? it's. I don't. What? <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying that you were the. Yeah, for guy. people who are getting involved who aren't sorted yet, for the, the whole house cup, yeah, the whole house cup thing. I'm not on the phone call though. Oh, I thought you were on the phone no. call. No. No, and you can be there. There's nobody who can't be there. We're doing it live on Ustream for that reason, so that people can chat and interact. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's well, right. I don't. I don't. I don't want to hear that you're not going to be there. You're. You're. You are going to be there, John. Uh, I got prior commitments. I'm swimming. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know, slacker, slacker, and Slytherin are not synonymous. There you go. Uh, so don't be a slacker. They do sound Show remarkably up. similar, Sue. They do. So you prove I'll your just house send a wrong. A bunch of the, the Mileyki Slytherins over to cheat and be there. No. In my steed. No. You get your little no, butt don't over cheat there. on this one. This is important. I bet you have I'm some old comic books, books even or something around. And, like empty pages. You are not. Just to get free points. I have a question for you. What was your favorite book like when you were young that you like must have like a couple copies of? Do you have mm. one that you like still like ah? Uh, Alexander really cool? and No Good, Horrible, Very Bad Day. Really? Seriously? That's, that's, that's the only book I can think of right now. Oh. Actually. <laughs> no Judy Bloom. <laughs> no Judy Bloom. Uh. I have a couple copies of The Giving Tree. Oh, Shel Silver. Mm. Is it Silverstein? Is that how you say yeah, his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a cute book. That was a good book. I like the Pokey Puppy. The what? Really? The oh, the Pokey Puppy! Yeah. You remember the Pokey Puppy? He always got into trouble. I read, I read the Boxcar Children. Oh, those are a good of those series. Books. Yeah, those are good books. Yeah. What about you guys? Frankie? Um, I didn't read a lot as a kid because my dyslexia was really bad. So, yeah. I didn't read a lot. But, yeah. when. A, oh, I, oh, okay. Mine's probably Benuncula. I used to love that book. Even though I didn't read all of it, I used to really like it. And yeah. I, the bunny vampire? Yeah, the bunny vampire. That's so funny. <laughs> I remember there's, an Ill, there's a part where the cat tries to kill him by putting a stake through his heart, but he used like a T-bone rather than a wooden stake. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, that, my God. Yeah. Frankie, oh, wow. Oh, it was the best. It was I the like, best. I really like it. Let's write the T-bone. 
my and god. I walk, Did that like burn on your love of cats too? Um, that's that where I named my cat character after Chester. Oh, oh Frankie, I've met the best cat ever. Wait, where? Right. At at a concert, um, I stopped by before I came home because the Tonks and the Orbs were playing in Staten Island, and I was in Staten Island. So I so I could only, I like I like stopped in for ten minutes and then drove back home. Um, but in this guy's apartment, that where they were having the concert, um, there was this enormous gray cat. His name was Silver, and in in the face looked exactly like Muchka. And I can just imagine like in like in five years, Muchka's just like uh, laying on the floor, completely completely puffed uh-huh. out, and that is so you know, Muchka. Won't move. That's awesome. Anyway, puffed out. Aww. That's so cool. Mm. Pokey puppy. Do you know that if you were trapped alone in a room with your cat without food, they, and you died, what? and the cat was alive, the cat would eat you, and a dog yeah. would not, because dogs are loyal, and cats would just eat the person. How do you know a dog wouldn't? <laughs> because it's, there's been studies. It's not been studies. No, okay, you're, you're so full of it. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> there have been studies. Yeah, a dog, a dog would. Maybe your dog wouldn't, but a dog absolutely no, wouldn't. No, we Google it. There's, this has been documented. If it's true, I believe. If, if it's true, it's like I would believe a dog wouldn't eat you over a cat because cats are just kind of more smart than dogs. Well, but like only if it's your dog or your cat, not like a random dog and a random cat. No, I'm talking about your your pets. Your pet cat would eat you before your pet dog would eat you. Only if you're dead, not if you're alive. I'm still, obviously you have to be dead. See, cats <laughs> are just smart enough to know that it's just a shell. You're not there anymore, and we would want—I would want Sassy to eat me. <laughs> I don't want to, to because it's just a body. There's nothing significant <laughs> there. My soul's gone. It's just a shell. And so, like, you know what, Sassy? Yeah. Live on. Be strong. <laughs> oh my God. Sassy, uh, live on. Be strong. Sassy's like, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Have a frack burger. Fracking oh, strips. Stop. Fracking strips. Stop it. I really cannot believe this conversation. John Noe, <laughs> is there no limits that you will go, go to? No, John, I'm so glad you brought on you brought up dogs. We have to talk about dogs for a second. Oh jeez. Um if you have if you have been on my leaky and you have been on the Hufflepuff scan. Oh, oh god. god. Yay. You oh here we go again. You know <laughs> there's once in a while. There'll be a random dog on the top left corner. <laughs> yes. I hate him. John, would you care to explain how this dog got to be you there? You know what? This house skins, I swear, were a bigger pain in the A than anyone will ever know. And the one night, I'm looking for graphics to use for the Hufflepuff. And I searched Hufflepuff on Google search. And lo and behold, on like page two, randomly, for the search term Hufflepuff was this random white-eyed dog. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's a Hufflepuff joke I'm not privy to. But if it wasn't, it will be now. <laughs> so I used it, and uh, it is now Grace's once every nine times on the puff skin. And he begged a, me to not make him take it down until somebody noticed. <laughs> yeah, so officially considered it noticed. Yeah, because Sylvie made, screen capped it and put it in a WTF album on her on her. Facebook. Yeah, tagged us all. Yes. I was like, what like, is going on? <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I'm going to replace it with a picture of Robert Pattinson with big eye makeup from Twilight. 
Nice. Attention Hufflepuffs that are out there, please send in some new graphic photos to John Noe at thelekycauldron.org. That'd be great. And and this, you know, him and this dog, don't buy any of this. Oh, it just popped up real. Sure it did. I checked. (laughs) I believe me. I called him. But I know all his past dogs and slams on my house. And lo enough, there's a dog picture comes up. Do any other house ever does a random bird come up or a random <laughs> snake? No, but only in the Hufflepuffs. It's because you are jealous that you don't have an animal that is loyal to you like that. Your dog does not count. Uh, I just you I mean, are. It's dis- a cute dog. Are you dissing the dog? No, I love that dog. But it come on, everybody else I mean, has that could be one of our has random. Named Hufflepuff. Well, I, <laughs> you know what? It probably is. I think so. I don't mind that we have pets. Only one of our listeners would name but you know what? How creepy would that so be it's your if dog. you logged into my lakey as a Hufflepuff and your dog showed like, up on the Wow! <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> there is magic. <laughs> Sassy's on mine. I just, on I just want to see some parody here and see random animals in every other house then. That's what you need to do. Oh, I can't be bothered to do that. <laughs> yeah, I know that. You can't be bothered, but it's always fun to pick on the Hufflepuffs. <laughs> I love getting this going oh. and just sitting back and watching you go. You know, I mean, it just, you are, uh, I'm like, there is Lassie, the beloved dog of all, sitting there <laughs> on the Hufflepuff page. I'm going to like, white it out. Right. I also want to say thanks to our reader, to our listener, Lewis, um, who sent us all copies of, remember we were talking about for a while, the Sorcerer's Stone that had the picture of Harry getting his wand uh. on the front? Yeah. And how we, we hadn't seen those? Well, he sent us a copy. Oh, thanks, Lewis. Thank you, Thank you, Lewis. Yeah. Woo! High five. Thank you, Lewis. That's so sweet. You sent us a very nice letter, too, and I'll read that to you not on the air because it's private. That uh, that makes me feel inspired to read Sora's first home for the second time. Second time. John! What? Continuing his legacy of lameness there, he admits. How many times have you read the books? Those are long books. No, the Sorcerer's Stone. Sorcerer's Stone is not long. I am a qualified expert to talk on the books, having read them all once. Stop. John, you, you are. Stop now. Just you stop that there. Stop Qualified. that. You stop. Okay. I never forget a page. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. All right, it's that time. It I think. Yeah. Keep twiddling those dials. The next password will be Akio Books. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night. <laughs> Missed it. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when we're having fun. <laughs> this week's podcast was edited by Michael Beckett, Harmon Volstead, and Caitlin Minzy, and produced by John Noe. Special thanks go to my dear transcription elves for transcribing this and every other episode of Pottercast, which can be found at the Muggle website, Pottercast.com. Pottercast is the official podcast of the Leaky Cauldron. For more information about Pottercast or to learn how to be part of future episodes, visit these charming people at Pottercast.com.
people to go. And you know what? They, uh, Warner Brothers also announced that one of the things we're going to do is we get to go into like a Quidditch pitch and you can toss a quaffle. Yeah. Ooh, Seriously. Cool. Is that kick ass? Do they even do they even sell quaffles? <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Are you choking there a little bit? Oh, <laughs> 